Yo, 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 what's up, L3 Online fans? This is the ETO Podcast. I'm Joe Rodriguez. Coming to you from Bristol, Connecticut. Today, we got lots to talk about, starting with the Under-17 World Cup that took place. The final took place earlier today with Mexico going down 2-1 to one against the home tight Brazil. I'm joined, as always, by my good pal, El Super Mojado. <laughs> what's, what's up, up Joe? What's going on, man? Once again, we're here, upset, very upset. We got Bede right here with us today. That she's really upset, furious. If I, if I, you know, if I should say, yeah, yeah, because another steal from coming all the way from Brazil. Hashtag no era penal. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in just a second, super. But first, I want to start off with you, and uh, let's talk about the game itself, the matchup itself. I want to hear from you first. Give me your thoughts about the game. Well, it was a tough game, man. It's the final. Of course, I think these kids were, you know, these kids are young, so they were nervous. They showed it. You know, they were very careful. They were trying to not make mistakes. Brazil looked better most of the game. And uh, they had it, man. They had it, and, 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 and they just couldn't. Uh, everything was against Mexico towards the end of the, in the game, you know. And, and that, that call, the penalty the bar nobody saw that play and like two minutes later after they, <laughs> they come <laughs> back to the play and then they they go and review it yeah it w but you know what's funny though i was watching the game and the referee was like five feet away from that play how come he he didn't call it if he th really thought that it was a penalty kick well that's the thing he didn't know or didn't think or didn't feel like it was a penalty kick and obviously he had to get obviously, the bar yes to call in To, and and it, just let them know, hey, come and take, check out the play. But yeah, it, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. But hey, congratulations to these kids. They they put their best. They're, they're, they put a lot of effort. They got so far. Nobody, nobody. I I didn't hear anyone uh, say that they were gonna make it all the way there, and they did. Yeah. So it wasn't expected. I'm not and gonna lie, and I'm one of those that did not think yes, they were gonna make it all yes. the way to the final. So, so. um. You know, congratulations to them. I yeah. did. And they should come up, come back with their chins up. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. I just also want to let everybody know. So if you go, on, if you have, um, you know, some vermin in your, in your stomach and you want to just let it all out, make sure you call in 860-506-5903, 860-506-5903. So you can talk to us about the game. Your, your thoughts overall, and um, I, I feel as though there's a lot of people out there that are probably upset, but at the same time happy, just as you uh, mentioned, Super. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to send a message to the referee, this is an open line, too, for the referee <laughs> of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and, and again, we're going to get to that in just one second, but um, I want to give my thoughts, uh, and they're very straightforward. Brazil was the better team today. Brazil ended up deserving the victory. I wrote an article earlier, uh, just yesterday, about the history that these two teams have had. And ultimately, uh, I ended it in conclusion saying that there was going to be a deserving victor, you know. So it didn't matter whether Brazil won or Mexico won. The, the team that won was going to deserve the cup. And Brazil won today. They deserved it. Regardless of what happened with the penalty, of course, it was a horrendous call. It was a heinous call. You know, I don't know if anybody's commenting on that just yet, but... The call was was garbage indeed, right? But at the end of the day, Brazil played a great tournament. 
So you cannot take any credibility away from them. And just as I, you know, said in the article, I was expecting fireworks and we got some fireworks, you know, maybe not the type of fireworks that I was expecting, but certainly it was fireworks. So that being said, I want to bring in Vanna now because I know that she was very, very heated uh, in our little uh, chat group that we have. Um, you know, she was not taking any of it. So I want to bring in Vere and Vere, please. Uh, well, first of all, thank you uh, for joining us on, on this Sunday and go ahead. Let us have it. Well, thank you for having me here, first of all. And one of the things that I agree with you, Joe, is that, you know, Brazil was a better team. Let's, let's put aside, you know, just being, you know, a Mexico fan. I mean, although I am wearing my Chivas, my Chivas jersey, but let's put that aside. Uh, Brazil was a better team tonight. You know, um, they were the better team throughout the tournament. I mean, they landed nine points out of their group. Mexico only had four out of that group. So it was, you know, it was definitely something that we, I mean, as, an, as a footballer, we, you kind of know who's going to win. But nobody expected Mexico to get this far in this U-17 World Cup. So we have to give it to these 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 kids, um, these youngsters, because, you know, it takes a lot of courage for you to get this far. So they didn't win tonight, but, you know, we, we have to give it to them for putting in their hard work. Um, even, you know, throughout the round of playoffs. But Mexico did play a very sloppy game the first half of the, the first half of the... Um, very sloppy, my ass. The game, it was sloppy. They had two shots on goal from Efrain Alvarez. You know, he was able to, you know, do something to to get that to be, you know, the goal. But, you know, it, it didn't go through. And then five, two out of the five shots on goal that Brazil had... They, they didn't make it. So they were the better team. I am very, very disappointed to say that, that this has to be the end result. But I am also very happy to say that none of us expected these youngsters to get this far. So, you know, just giving in the passion that they put in throughout the rest of the game. And, you know, just, man, I don't even know how to feel. Like, I am just so bummed. <laughs> I'm just so bummed that this happened because I can take off my Mexico jersey right now and go on and say things about the ref and say things, say things about Brazil. And you get so heated because, you know, the no it up and now there's something that has happened before with the first, like with the, you know, the first division team or however you call it for the Mexico national team. So it's like, man, you know, but. I, one thing I am going to do is I am going to take off my Mexico jersey right now and my Chiba jersey right now and say, this is a, a game de localia. Like, the local team has to win. They did it with Brazil. They did it with the U-17 World Cup. And they probably will do it again with, with the Libertadores when Flamengo goes on to Brazil. So that's all I have to say for right now. But, you know, got to give it to the champions. They they did what they did throughout this tournament. And, and they, they well-deserved uh, this championship. No, that's uh, that's fair. Super. What do you got to add? Well, you know what? I I actually was at a, a Brazilian steakhouse yesterday, and even mm. the those guys in there, they didn't really have a lot of faith in in their team. So, <laughs> you know, I I think uh, it could have went either way tonight. And mm-hmm. I know we have a controversial play. If, if controversial play, yeah, right? So if uh, if that didn't happen, I would have been. You know, okay with Brazil winning, but not like that. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. earn it, and not 
not not someone just giving it to you. So, but right. it happens. And Messi said it. You know, this was made for Brazil, and they got it. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's Dude, a, now I have so on my side for it. <laughs> what what'd you say about it? <laughs> um, I'm sorry? No, what, oh, I, I'm sorry. You kind of broke up a little bit. What did you say? Uh, me or Stupid? No, you did. You, you, what did you say? That Brazil was desperate? Oh, you agreed I'm with him? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of happy someone's on my side for this one. But, you know, <laughs> I agree with what Stupid has said. Okay. Messi was right. He said what he had to do. I mean, it cost him a Copa America again with Argentina, but I mean, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. You know, we can't argue about it anymore. Brazil won. We can have our opinions. We can have everything that went on throughout the game, but Brazil won. You know, with what they said, Barcelona, but they took this championship. Man, I'm I'm still hurt. I can't believe I'm, I'm like standing right now in front of camera and saying this, but. All you gotta do is go online and look at the memes and. You know what happened. <laughs> Speaking of memes, I'm actually working on trying to get one of the funniest ones that I saw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. You know, I actually commented because I follow Conmebol. So I actually I commented on, on like the when they posted, oh, Brazil, the 17 world champions. I was like, Brazil. And then I had so many people coming back like in, in Brazilian, like, Choramaz or Choramaz or something. I was like, <laughs> Right now. <laughs> Don't get banned from Brazil, man. Eh? <laughs> oh man, but damn, I was I, I when Mexico scored that goal, which was actually like a a really good header. I was running around my house. I was like, yeah, we're champions, and then they called that penalty, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Score the penalty, and I couldn't even watch the second goal. I was like, I, I just turned it off because yeah. it was either we're gonna score or they were gonna go to PKs, and then I, I couldn't even watch the PKs. So that was my that was my instinct on that. Yeah, that's kind of the nature of the beast, you know. That's why you can't celebrate before beforehand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna put up the uh, the meme right now. So for those of you guys watching on YouTube right now, uh, that right there. It's got to be like probably one of the funniest memes. So it's basically a VAR, the VAR, uh, with the Brazilian teams lifting the VAR in celebration. They superimposed it over a coach. That so is hysterical. That, that really has to be. That's yeah, got to be one of the funniest. Instead of the trophy, they have the, the VAR. <laughs> the booth. They're lifting the booth. <laughs> what do you think of that one, dude? Dude, that's awesome. That's People awesome. are just standing. I don't know. I think uh, I think Ramon Ramon uh, shared this one. Yeah, in our group. Yeah, Ramon <laughs> shared that with us. So. Yeah, that is awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. See, Vera's all like, uh, she's she's got a lot going on in her head. She's moving all over the place. We asked her to like sit down, nice, straight away, but now she's just like. <laughs> Damn, so it's all right. She. <laughs> let, This is how I know I cannot watch like the like the like an actual like not not a subdivision team but like the actual Mexico team like play a final because I would go nuts. So uh, I know if you were to yeah, I think most of us would probably have uh you know I, I don't think we have the, the 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 guts. But you know the good thing about us is that because we're Mexican we haven't experienced a lot of success so we haven't been to a lot of finals. So we don't have to worry about feeling like that. <laughs> Wait, but, this is right. the, the fourth one for the U17, though. Come on. You can't. The U17, <laughs> dude. Come on, you, man. Come on, hey, you got to take... You got to take... You, you got to take what you can get. 
Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> you do what you got. Yeah. What you uh, got to do, right? And and it's it's just you know these kids, uh, they put the Mexico name high, so yeah, high up. So yeah, it's, kudos to them, man. Uh, so speaking of which, um, let's talk really quick about the future, right? So obviously, when you get a lot of uh, when you get a team playing up to a final. There's a lot of expectations for the future, right? But we've seen it time and time again that just because they play in the under 17 doesn't necessarily translate into the mayores, right? Into like, you know, the 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 top um um selection. So, but if we were to talk about these players, who do you think probably has the best chances or or whose whose future looks the brightest, I guess? Better. Who do you think? Honestly, I was very disappointed not to see Bruce and Miss Mari in this final. Bruce and Miss Mari, he's a cantano from Pachuca. Mm-hmm. I think he has great opportunities of, you know, being with the first team, but also expanding to Europe. And I, I have to give it as well to, to Eugenio Pisuto. Eugenio Pisuto has, has done a lot throughout this tournament. I mean, if we look at what he did today, you know, he was the one that, you know, was, I don't, I don't know how to say this in English, right, but my sound, but was it in you know, so he was doing that, that job. So when you have a talent like him and the speed of it in this Mari, I think those are the two, you know, key players we can see, you know, not only go through the first division, but expand through Europe. And obviously the, the goalie, the goalie has done an absolutely phenomenal job. This Castellano de Chivas. So I got to give that as well. Those are the players, the key players that I think uh, we need to keep an eye on because we can see them with the, you know, with the U20. And, you know, maybe Tata Martino has his eyes on them right now. We can see them, you know, with the national team sooner than we know it. So those are my thoughts on that. Hey, Vere, uh, the, you're talking about the goalie uh, Lalo Martinez. Eduardo, is it Martinez? What's his name? Garcia. Garcia, Eduardo Garcia, Garcia sorry. Yeah. So Eduardo Garcia, he's from Tigres, Chivas. right? Chivas. Oh, from Chivas? Yes. I could have sw- sworn I heard the announcer say that he was from Tigres. No, no, no. That was, no, he's no. from Chivas. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and what about you, Super? Well, that's. I was just going to say that if, that if there's one player that I would really uh you know put put my uh hopes on it would be that goalkeeper for Chivas and uh Chivas has always been known for having uh great goalkeepers you know if we look into the Liga MX right now a lot of a lot of these goalkeepers uh were uh from Chivas uh Talavera um uh, uh, Tonio Rodriguez right now, Gudinho. We have great, great goalkeepers. So uh, this kid, you know, it's he's top three penalty kicks in in the semifinals. So I, I think that actually, you know, sorry, let me, let me cut you off right there. What I was thinking was, if they went to penalties, I was liking Mexico's chances. I was just gonna say that I don't think the Brazil Brazilian team was really looking into to the the. The penalty kicks, you know, because right. they probably did not want that to happen because they saw how secure uh, Mexico's goal is. So, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, it could have went either way, but I think this kid is gonna is gonna do pretty good, and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I kind of uh, agree with Vere with um, Pisuto. 
right? Yeah, he we he, that's one of the names that was the right. most right. He 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 was um yeah. yeah he he was playing very very tough soccer, and I like that. I like that individuals like him play aggressive, play hard. You can see that he had his um his heart uh, in it. Um, but the one player obviously that you guys haven't mentioned is Efrain Alvarez, who oh. out of all the group is probably the one that has the most natural talent. Is he going to have the most success? That's to be determined. Um, I think there was a lot of things that we learned from him and that we saw from him that if he picks up on what mistakes he made and makes that adjustment, you know, it, he, he, he's just going to be, he's going to be phenomenal. Well, you know, and it, it, it was like little mistakes. I mean, I'm talking about like the, the you know, the mistakes at the beginning of this game, right? For example, Where he opted to shoot for yeah shoot shoot the ball versus passing it on mm -hmm. the first like two opportunities right but I think those are like things that he's gonna be able to just kind of adjust as he gets older so and obviously we can't forget about the golazo yeah. that he planted on Holanda I know the natural yeah. raw talent the only thing the only thing that I that I um you know that I think about is that he's playing in LA Galaxy. And I know it's it's a he played next uh, to Slotten, dude. Yeah, but it's one of the the decent well, played, teams not in anymore. MLS. <laughs> yeah, but the the competition in MLS is not is no one no one nowhere near what he would face in Mexico. I think it's a lot more competitive. If we can see him, you know, get better and then move on to a different team that is more challenging, that is gonna give him more. You know, then I can say, oh yeah, you know, he's gonna do good. But is, is that the reason why Gio left to America? Well, <laughs> nah, there's many other reasons, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 just the galaxy. You know, they don't. I I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think I mean, you're. It's a great platform for him. He's young. You know, he's just you know trying to get his football going on. So I think Asi is actually a really good fit for him. You know, he, he's not playing just against any, against, you know, or with any players, or just any players. He's, he has, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos. Well, obviously, he has Slatan. Um, so, it, it's a good start for him, well, for him to get, kind of get that, you know, professional football going on. Hopefully, we, we do get to see him, you know, expand more than just MLS and go on to the Gameckis, you know, because, Like you did mention, Super, that is a competitive, um, that is a competitive football scene, not just on the field, but you know, as a crowd as well. So it gave him the opportunity to just get more confident and hopefully lead what, what would be the next U20 World Cup. And we have to wait and see what happens now with LA Galaxy now that Slatan is not going to be there no more. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you took, if you take away Slatan from that team for this past season, What can you really say about Galaxy? They didn't do much. They, they he came to save them in, in multiple occasions. So it's I think it's one team with Zlatan and another one without Zlatan. So we'll, I really want to see what happens. Who are they gonna replace him with? If if it's gonna still be competitive because their d defense sucks. Yeah. You know. uh, hey, better give us your final words on the overall, I guess, participation for the Mexican national team. And go ahead. Let us have it. Let the audience have it. And <laughs> hey, no filter, right? <laughs> no filter. Definitely, I thought it was unexpected. 
nobody expected this team to get to this uh, final. Very hurt. I ever heard that these uh, this young group of players didn't get to to win when you know they put all their heart into it. But you know, the, like I said earlier, the local team wins. La localia gana, ganó Brasil. Lo tienen. Va, va a volver a ganar el segundo, tercero, cuando sea el, el año van a ganar porque son locales y tal vez también en la, en, en la Libertadores lo veremos. En, en Libertadores o si es bueno, porque ellos ganan porque es bueno. Ok, pero they, they... Wow. <laughs> oh, we lost her. That's she was a... so angry that she, was, she just was gone. <laughs> she disconnected the, no, uh, the Skype system. You know, I think... Um, or maybe Brazil shut shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the ref. Yeah, she oh, was it was the ref, the, the VAR. <laughs> yeah, she was about to get to the ref, so she was like, "No, you, you know, you know, I I don't see Brazil. It's losing. It's it's magic, man. I don't see a lot of kids from Brazil with uh, great expectations. That you know, the last one that." You know what happens with uh, what's going on with Neymar. I mean, he has that uh, estrella fugaz kind of uh, moment. It, he comes and goes. It's it's there's in there's there's no one else right now. Who who else do you do you think? You know, I I personally don't know. Haven't heard of a, an upcoming player from Brazil that could take them places. You know, super. You said it. Uh oh. And you triggered it. Uh oh. You triggered oh, it. Here he comes, el mago. <laughs> you triggered el mago. El mago. All right. So let us have it, man. What? What? What you got to say? The 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 magical part and the magical aspect of Brazil is that they're Brazil. That's just what it boils down to. Brazil is the type of team that, by its mere presence, intimidates most teams. Not so much anymore, well, man. Not so much anymore. A lot of people get intimidated. Okay. If Brazil wasn't Brazil, right, why couldn't Mexico beat them at the biggest stage, which is which was in the World Cup? They well, beat them before in Confederaciones. They've beaten them in, you know, under but, 17 but in the Olympics. Think, but, but, again, I, don't I, think, I, I think they lost, in my opinion. I think I they lost because they were afraid of them. I was just going to say, I don't think Brazil won. I think Mexico lost that game. It's right, but that beca that is because Mexico was afraid of them. Uh, no, nah, I think that's they were I overconfident. Think. I think that's what it was. They that, were that Mexico was Mexico overconfident? overconfident? How was Mexico overconfident and, where they were just coming off losing against Sweden? Yes. and, and That doesn't I, make I sense to me no, but, that they but, were overconfident. But the, the history... They were, they were brought down back to earth. But history, the many times that Mexico plays Brazil uh, on a stage, you know, like... They, they, it, it is not easy for Brazil to beat Mexico anymore. It's not easy, and we have history with like confederaciones in Mexico, where Mexico beat them. The, 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 the um, Olympicos, Mexico beat them, and it's, it's just uh, um, like I said, it Mexico has been like Brazil's cocoa, cocoa for a while. Yeah, and and I. Believe me, it's. I think it, Mexico could have beat them, but just they just you know some, something happened there. They're not, I don't know. Well, I, know. I go back to saying that Brazil is the type of team that a lot of teams are just intimidated just for the for the name for the history. 
Same thing with Germany, right? Yeah. Mexico does have the ability, the capability to play against anyone. But sometimes in the big games, that's when they just kind of fall apart. But against Germany, they didn't, obviously. And that's why it took their level of confidence to but, but new the, barriers. But that's what... New heights, I should say. But that's what happened in Brazil against Germany in Brazil. It just goes to show you that they're not really... They don't really intimidate anyone no more by that name. They... Germany beat them 7-0 at home. Dude. Right, because Germany was a much better team. 7-1, though. what is it? 7-1 and that's also Germany you're talking about. We're not talking well, about yeah, the U.S. Or we're not talking <laughs> about Mexico or El Salvador or any team from CONCACAF for that yeah, matter. Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think it's like that. I don't think Mexico is afraid of Brazil anymore. That's what I'm saying, you know. They can definitely beat Brazil anytime, anywhere. They just have to put their minds and their huevos into it you know yeah well that's what they were lacking in the yeah 2008 world cup yeah so you know and yeah i understand Neymar was the king of flops and i understand there was a lot of a lot of uh other you know minor things at stake but in any case um you know like i said i think brazil is just one of those teams that just creates that buzz regardless of that if we do a full circle and we start talking about the under 17 kids we understand that these guys, at the end of the day, they did their job, man. And they outperformed themselves. And ultimately, they ended up just being the better team. Uh, the, uh, and, and what I mean by the better team is that they just thought... They, they performed to a manner where a lot of people just thought, like, well, where the hell did they come from? Especially, and I go back to, you know, things that I've said before... Especially when you take into account the way they started this tournament, the turnaround. <clears throat> yeah, well, I just I don't know. I, it sounds like excuses, but if they didn't if they didn't call that penalty kick, I don't know if they would have managed to tie this game. It happened, and look what do they, they when they play when Brazil play against France in the semifinal, they they just play horrible. France was way better than them, you know, and and I said it, and I said it before this game. I would have preferred France in this final than Brazil because Brazil has the home, the the all this pressure from from home, and I don't I don't see them winning it, and that's what I thought. And and look look what happened. I I the penalty kick, and and. The referee w- wasn't even aware of it. That the VAR tells him, "Hey, there's a chance of a uh, of a penalty kick." But I, you know what? I don't think they told him go review this play. They call him and say, "Call the penalty kick." That's that's how bad it was. That's how bad it looked. <laughs> that's a uh, very strong accusations hey, and hey allegations man, from they, I don't know. I just I'm be- I'm with Messi with this one. It was made for us, <laughs> right? Right. In any case, again, uh, I go back to giving credit to the kids. They ended up just uh, outperforming, and um, you know they uh, they deserve a very big round of applause, right? Because yes, they and, excelled. And they listen, excelled. hopefully this time they didn't win the title, but maybe now it would be the reverse that their careers are gonna be better than the other generations that won the the title and. Nothing happened with them, you know. So maybe, 
It's just a little bit of uh, encouragement. You know, do do you got to do be better for you to succeed. So that's a very good point. You know. and, and actually, I was thinking about that because when you look at the uh, again the twenty two thousand five and two thousand eleven team, especially the two thousand eleven team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, a lot of those guys just zizzled away, and you know, you yeah. you you look at their career. The only one that Pollo. <clears throat> right? Yeah, the only one. You know, because not even Fierro, right? Fierro and... That's it. That's it. I mean, it, it, everybody else, you know, La Momia and all those guys, just Esplicueta. Yeah, no, no one else. Yeah. Just completely sizzled out. So, yeah, you. I think you make an excellent point, Super. I think that when... That little chip on their shoulder, you know? Yeah. They're going to have yeah. that little chip and it's going to be stinging them, thinking, man, we could have done it. And maybe... If it's the same little conjunto, this group that stays together, maybe in the under 20 World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Right? Maybe that's, this, they, that's, this that's is what they make the push. That's they're going to have the revancha right there. Potentially. You know? so, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that with that group. Yeah. Right? Okay. For sure. For sure, man. Again, uh, they deserve a big round of applause. And I think that ultimately, you know, uh, we're going to look back at this team and say, like, hey, they played you know, um, an excellent game, and um, they did what they could. Brazil just had a lot of favorable options uh, in their favor, and there's really nothing that you can do a lot of those things. And also, we can't complain about it. Like, yeah, it was a bad call, and it was, like, you can you can say all kinds of different excuses, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the outcome. The reality is that the better team ended up winning today, and that's just the bottom line. Um, super, I want to wrap up this topic. Um you know, again, uh, good run by the kids. What are your final thoughts on, on this topic? Well, I, I said it, man. Just put your chins up, kids, and just you got to continue forward. You got to get stronger and put all your effort in, into your careers. And, you know, you, you're going to get a revancha sooner or later. Right. And just in case you guys missed it, there it is. <laughs> Congratulations, Brazil. So, all right, Super. Let's uh, change gears to uh, La Mayor uh, because they won convincingly without a sweat, 3 nothing against Panama on Friday. And to be perfectly honest, I mean, I don't even think there was a lot of people that even wanted to watch that game. It just felt boring. The thought of that game <laughs> just kind of like was putting me to sleep. Did you get a chance I to know. see any of it? I did, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they were 1-0 when I fell asleep, man. Dude, it was, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's just crazy. I mean, it, it, it's Panama is not doing good. Nobody's happy with their coach the way that he's running the team. So, of course, they weren't gonna put a lot of effort. The players, I'm talking the the guys from Panama. So who knows? Maybe they're trying to get 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 him out. You know. So, um, and Mexico. Well, they did their job. You know, they showed up there and they played their game and and they just showed that they're the strongest team in the area, you know, going to Panama and with a three zero, I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. I, I no. thought they were going to win two one or one zero or yeah, by the no, minimum. Right. Yeah. And because, 
once you're in the in you know Central America, sometimes these games are very rough and extremely rough. I mean, there's a possibility of an injury, and uh, you know, but they like walk I out said, of their they walk out of there with um, with more than uh, more than goals scored on them, right? Yes, yes. So Those little toquecitos que les dan, yeah, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, yeah. You're right. They're, they're they're literally just a second, you know, away from an injury. Um, and but that's the nature of, of the beast when you play out in uh, in Central America. <clears throat> There's nothing that you can do about that. But again, you know, you have to play that. Now, the the worst part is that now they get to play against Bermuda on Tuesday in Mexico. Yeah, they scored five goals on them last time they played. In Bermuda. So, if you're Tata Martino, what do you do? Like, who you have a lot of your, you know, I guess regulars in the in the team, right? Yeah. But if you're Tata, yeah. Tata Martino, what do you do? Are you, who are you putting on the pitch? Well, this is uh, his chance to uh, give um, JJ Macias his his turn, yeah, and he already did that. And no, but uh, I think this time he 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 should start the game. Okay. And uh, given this opportunity to, he they're at home. Jota Jota played against was it Trinidad and Tobago where he scored uh, a couple of goals or was it against uh, Bermuda? Well, he scored. I think he scored in all of them. I think he scored f- four goals in the first. What is it? Three games. Right. And uh, so he's doing pretty good. So um, now, um, yeah, and and all these young guys that he took. That's because he took a, a lot of young players. So this is the opportunity. They're already qualified to the next round. They're undefeated. They're like scoring a lot of goals. So this is his chance to put all these junkets onto the field and give them that experience that they need to play in 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 La Mayor. You know, right? No, that's a, that's fair. That's a very fair point. Um, the the one um. Concern that I have again, and just like you mentioned, is also the the potential injuries. But at this point, if you're one of those young players, it doesn't matter, right? Like you go out there and you play, and you yeah, and you, not you're wearing the this you're wearing the team's jersey, right? Yeah, the, these kids they're not gonna, they're not thinking about that. They're young. They're they can take all this uh, uh, you know the 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 tough the tough game. You know they don't care. They can they they fall and they bounce right back up. There's that's they're young. You know right. they're not. And um, and and like I said, they're they're trying to get a spot in this team because they know that right now it's all tryouts, basically. Right. It's a bunch of trials that he's doing, and if you gotta show your best if you wanna come back, you know. Right. So I think it's great. This is great. And Pizarro, I think this is his opportunity to shine because he's one of the players that he's young, but. There's a bunch of other kids coming, you know. Yeah. So you gotta step up, man, because now you are. He had an assist, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So uh, and it's yeah, you gotta step up and you gotta you gotta make this your your time to shine. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, if you're one of those like players in your like mid twenties, right, that have had that has had the opportunity to you know show up, but you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Again, like you know, the the Carlos Fierros of the world and stuff like that. Those guys, yeah, yeah, they're they're on the they're on the thin rope as yeah, far as like so. you know making their a name for themselves with the national team. Um, so yeah, so it's uh and and that's it and that's gonna be the final game 
for Mexico this season this year, or yeah, this year this in year. 2019. So let's close out. Obviously, like you know, it, it's uh, we're we're gonna maybe hit on this in, in a couple of future episodes before the year wraps up. But uh, 2019, what kind of a year was that for the national team? Well, it's a transition, you know. Uh, the opportunity for young players, Tata Martino is doing a great job with that. He's giving all these youngsters a chance, and you know, getting them ready too for the Juegos Olimpicos. So yeah, that's uh in, in and that's next year already. Yeah, once again they have to step up if they want to make it to that team. Yeah, the tournament's gonna be in Guadalajara in March. Yeah. Yeah. So the advantage that Mexico has for the <coughs> Juegos Olímpicos is that at least they'll have home field advantage. So th they'll likely qualify. Uh, the The Olímpicos are tough because uh, there's only two slots for yes. CONCACAF. Yeah. So you have to make it to the final in order for you to go to the Olympic Games. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's not going to be easy. You know, the uh, a, a lot of the teams are coming in very strong. Obviously, the U.S. is going to try to make it in. Honduras has made it in the past, and I'm sure they're going to play really really tough so yeah there, there's a lot of talent a lot of young talent in mexico though and, and i think they have a good chance that yeah. it shouldn't be as hard as we think but we got to play the games so. yeah absolutely all right yeah um i kind of agree with you it, it was somewhat a, of a transition year and i hope that tata martino continues to work with the national team because it's going to be something that's going to go a long way as long as he has that continuity, right? So we saw it with Osorio. Osorio did a decent job. He wasn't bad, as at least in my opinion. I don't think he was as bad as many people thought. But a lot of it has to do with because he had the continuity. So if you have the continuity as a coach, at least you can see all the different pieces. You get to know how the federation works, which is something that a lot of these coaches, unfortunately, don't get a chance to actually get a taste of until they've been there for at least a couple of years. So, you know, again, if Tata continues to take the helm, he's an excellent coach. He's very tactical. Uh, he's likable. I don't think a lot of the media is, like, going after him. With Osorio, I felt like he was, it was, like, an ongoing battle. It's just that people were challenging him. You know what I mean? It's just, well, I wasn't a fan of him. You there know? you go. I, <laughs> I can give you many reasons why, but it, it's just, you know, sometimes it was like, dude, that's stupid. You just got to. You know, who does what, what was the stupidest thing that he did, according to you? Well, you know, like, Las Rotaciones, man. This is just what he's, that was his biggest stain in his, you know, era. You know, mm -hmm. all the, the Rotaciones. And then... But you know that he's not the only one that does that, though, right? Oh, yes. But, but, but listen, when you have... Listen. When you have four years to get a team together to make it as strong as you can to go to the World Cup and really compete, you know, and then you just waste all this freaking time. And then once you go to the World Cup, all these rotaciones that he did, he changes for completely and he doesn't do rotaciones. It's like when he needed to do the rotaciones, he didn't do <laughs> them. It's like, come on, man. Just, I think he was a hypocrite in the, in the World Cup. And I... He didn't do anything else. Right, it, right. He did every, the same thing that everyone else did. And all that, whatever good good uh, four years that he had, for, you know, they didn't, he didn't do anything 
more than the the rest of the the coaches that we have had in the past. Yeah, yeah well, it's um, it's, it was definitely quite the year. I mean, quite the four years for him. And again, now that Tata's in charge, it's going to be interesting to see like what ends up happening all the way up to Qatar twenty twenty two. Obviously, the Olympics next year, um, and a couple of other tournaments. Well, no more Confederations Cup, so yeah, it doesn't now, matter. Just now the, is the uh, the club, oh yeah, the club. Yeah. Club so, team. all right, super. I think uh, we're done, dude. I think uh, you know all national team this week. Uh, Liga MX comes back this upcoming week. Uh, it's the final day, uh, the final week, I should say, of Liga MX, uh, and also of the Quinela. Yeah. So make sure that uh, you fill out your brackets. Uh, or your predictions, I should say, and also make sure that if you did not play this week, uh, this uh, this tournament, tune in because next season the Quinella is coming back with a vengeance. We're gonna have bigger prices, bigger opportunities, and also for those of you who did play, thank you very much for tuning in and for playing consistently. And we'll get your prices out to those of you who have not received them just yet. Okay, we promise. Super, give me your final words for the day, buddy. All right. Well, one subject that we didn't touch was uh, Jorge Vergara, mm. and uh, I just want to send my, uh, you know, condolences to the family. Uh, as a Chivas fan, I, I think it's it's a big, big loss for for this club. You know, you could Vergara did so many things that you. You could uh, sometimes you could agree with him, sometimes you you didn't, and uh, I think it's is showing now how many people are coming out and players, coaches, uh, commentaristas, uh, so many people that he touched and 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 um, it's a great loss. It's a it's a it's a big loss. I mean, and. I think we need more people like him, you mm. know, that he he went against he went against so many things that uh the the norm, you know. And That's right. he he did different things and there's you know, I see I keep seeing the videos of of some of his interviews and how he say that he said that uh you know, when when they thought that I I w- when I told people that I was going to do this, they told me I was crazy. And I did him, and I succeeded. Right. And he, for many reasons, he built his own stadium without government help. Right. You know, he bought Chivas uh, with all the controversy that that, um, that there was about that, you know, buying this yeah. team and, right. and the lawsuits and uh, so many stuff that he went through and we knew he was sick. We knew this time was coming right. sooner or later. We just didn't know the but details. But yeah, we just didn't. And like I said, I I was sad for, for his loss and um, I don't know. I just want to say, you know, my condolences to the family and hopefully Amaudi just can carry that torch that his dad gave him and, you know, do great things for the team. Um, that's um, very well spoken on your behalf, Super. And, um, yeah, it's a, a tremendous loss for not just Chivas, but for all of Liga MX and for 
all of the Liga MX soccer fans and just Mexican soccer fans in general. Uh, he was a pioneer in his own way, and he did a lot for not only Chivas, but for the community of Liga MX and uh, just Mexican soccer in general. So may uh, he rest in peace and uh, condolences to his family. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a very tough and unfortunate loss. So, you know, thank you for bringing that up, Super. Yep. That's uh, very, very, very true. Uh, and that being said, again, uh, thank you very much for tuning in um, to another episode of the ETO podcast. I am Joe Rodriguez and Super. Hasta la vista. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in. Till next time. So long. We'll leave you with that.